It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Eben Brown. NASA on Monday is planning to launch the first mission of the Artemis program. This is the U.S. Space Agency's return to the moon, and we have the chance to speak with one of NASA's engineers who helped to ready the rocket called SLS, or Space Launch System. His name is Chandler Sherman, and he works at NASA's Michou Assembly Plant near New Orleans, though he's now on hand for the launch at the Kennedy Space Center on the east coast of Florida. Sherman tells us how the rocket works and how it will in just a few years carry people back to the moon and how exciting it is to see a lunar return that just a few years ago wasn't even in the immediate plans. We bring you plenty of fresh interviews each day during the week, and sometimes we have more to share, like this one with NASA's Chandler Sherman. So we'll play it for you now, our entire interview with him. Thanks, as always, for listening. And please, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app, or over at foxnewspodcasts.com. Now here's Chandler Sherman with NASA on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Let's talk about this very cool thing that's that's happening that uh, maybe a few years ago so many of us thought was so far off of the horizon we might not ever see it in our lifetime, but we're taking another, dare I say, first step uh, back to the moon. Um... And as someone who is in your line of work, this has to be incredibly exhilarating. So let's talk about where we are right now with a few days out to uh, to this launch uh, and, and what is going through the mi- your mind, the mind of your colleagues, the mind of your coworkers, everyone else that you, that's in your orbit, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I I can understand certainly that a few years ago, this day probably wasn't visible for many, save those who have been working on this vehicle for uh, the better part of seven years. So personally, uh, uh, not only for myself, actually, but all of our teammates here at uh, Kennedy, as well as all of the NASA centers and our commercial partners across the country are looking with bated breath to Monday as we prepare to launch the Artemis 1 uncrewed test flight of the space launch system, as well as the Orion crew capsule. So um, yeah, Artemis mission is the first in a series of missions planned, as you mentioned, to return astronauts to the surface of the moon, where we're looking to establish a permanent presence to enable future deep space exploration. You mentioned that some of you have been working on this for a number of years, longer than the the publicly announced uh, uh, Artemis program to return to the moon. Um, as someone who's covered uh, the space program for quite a while, I remember Orion Long even before that, at the Kennedy Space Center at the press site, there was a big lighted display about the our next, uh, you know, our, our next space vehicle. And and that was still under the Bush administration at the time, the Bush 43 administration at the time. Certain things had different names. We had an Ares rocket, not an SLS. But all of that work kind of all is now being used towards this. Is it not? Nothing. Nothing ever really got thrown away, did it? No, we're pretty good at taking advantage of all of our lessons learned in NASA. Uh, nothing goes to waste, and, and I won't give away my age, so I, I'm not going to speak so much to what has come and gone at this point. Uh, but I can say that um, personally, I, I know that uh, a lot of us here in the in the Artemis generation, frankly, are uh, 
proud of the the great successes that we're building upon with Apollo as well as the space shuttle program to to enable us to do what we're doing today. So let, let's talk about SLS. Let's talk about Orion. What makes them so new and so special? Because I think perhaps maybe the casual observer would say, oh, well, we've had rockets before. We've had space capsules before. We've got new space capsules now that, that have Tesla spacesuits on them and all that stuff. So let's talk about both SLS and Orion. Why are they so cool? Best question. Sure. Yeah. SLS or the Space Launch System is the largest rocket uh, that mankind has ever produced. Uh, it's 212 feet tall. Um, at liftoff, will produce 800, uh, 8.8, excuse me, million pounds of thrust. That's 15% more uh, liftoff capacity than the Apollo boosters would have provided. Uh, and that's just the booster segment. When you stack on the interim cryogenic propulsion system, as well as the Orion crew capsule and all the other systems associated with this particular rocket, it'll come in at right at 322 feet tall. So massive in size, massive in capability, um, unique in, in just the size alone. But Frankly, it's the payload capacity. It's the one that's going to enable us, as I mentioned earlier, to bring not only our astronauts, uh, but also all of the accessory equipment that we're going to need to establish those lunar bases so that we can uh, go and go to stay this time. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Um, let, let, and let's talk about the Orion capsule. Uh, this is not the cramped Apollo capsule and service module that we remember seeing and, and recreated in movies and all that stuff. This, this is a, a pretty big compartment for the crew for uh for their things uh and uh it's designed to really be again that that long-term duration space vehicle so let's talk about uh, i know i know you 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 work you work on one specific thing but obviously you must know more about uh, orion than we do so sure yeah so the capsule itself uh and good reference to the apollo capsules i'm yeah. sure they have incorporated user feedback you're correct it is much larger um plenty of room for exercise and personal space in this capsule. So um, the capsule itself is, is extremely complex, um, uh, much more sophisticated than the Apollo capsules would have been. Uh, but again, it does build on the successes of those previous missions. Um, this mission, I said earlier, is uncrewed. Uh, that's uh, true, and it's not true. We've got uh, Commander Munich and Campos will be riding along. Um, a simulation uh, equipped with a number of sensors, radiation sensors, vibration shock sensors, things of those nature to ensure that our astronauts are going to ride safely uh, and as comfortably as possible on the, uh, the ascent up to uh, lunar orbits as well as on the return back to the surface of the Earth. Well, let's talk about this mission, as you said, uncrewed, but with a, uh, a facsimile astronaut on there. Um, but what, what do we hope to learn? How long is this going to take? It takes, obviously, time to get to the moon. We don't want to just go and come back. We want to get as much data as we can. So let's look at the mission timeline. What? How long is this going to take? What do we want to see uh, beyond the obvious? You know, we want to see if this works kind of thing. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so from start to finish, from liftoff to splashdown, we're looking at approximately 39 to 42 days. Um, the Orion capsule, once, in, once it enters into its translunar injection, will, as you said, orbit the moon. Um, uh, less than 100 miles from the surface of the moon, where we're going to be collecting all sorts of information, not only for the health of the vehicle, but also uh, lunar surface. I'm sure there's going to be some great images as a result of this mission. 
Uh, the capsule will then move beyond the lunar orbit another 40,000 miles, which is the furthest that uh, a human-rated spaceflight vehicle has ever gone in mankind's history. Um, it'll then make its journey back to Earth, uh, re-entering the Earth's atmosphere at approximately 25,000 miles per hour uh, with the heat shield, which is another one of our primary objectives to test the success of the heat shield, reaching temperatures of around 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit. So all told, uh, approximately 200 and 280 thousand miles or so from earth um 2.2 million mile round trip uh and and six or seven weeks so uh a lot to do in a in a small amount of time uh and we're still a couple of years out from from perhaps sending the first uh the first crewed artemis mission out um i know the original goal was 2024 it looks like that may have slipped to 2025 but that's still not that far away in in your line of work um, even from start to finish, from when pre- former President Trump made the announcement about Artemis that we were we were going to go to the moon, we were going to not just go to the moon, we were going to go to the moon to stay, we were going to involve international partners. Again, if we do that historical comparison of, of President Kennedy saying to get to the moon by the end of the decade, uh, President Trump said, no, hurry up, do it sooner. And it looks like it's going to happen. I mean, that that's an incredible testament to folks like yourself and the the hundreds of thousands of people who do work on this stuff. So let's talk about how this these past few years have gone when when the bosses have come down and say, "Hey, this is this is the this is the order. We got to get this done and we got to, you know, we got we don't have that much time." Uh what has it been like the past few years to make this happen? Busy is a great word for it. Um, I know that everybody in in this in this sphere or out can understand that <clears throat> we're in a, an incredibly complex um, design, manufacturing, and assembly testing timeline as we prepare for launches of this variety. So, um, yes, NASA has been tasked with a mandate to return astronauts uh, to the lunar surface. Um, we will make good on that promise. And as you said, it's, I think, going to be sooner than a lot of folks are, are going to realize. Uh, we're looking forward with great anticipation to this day. But this Artemis One flight, again, is uh, the proving ground to, to establish uh, that capability to know that uh, as we get the feedback from this mission, feed it into our systems, that our astronauts are going to go there, stay, and then come home safely. I remember, well, I wasn't around it in the Apollo days, but I, people telling me about how proud they were of these of these launches. And I think we've sort of lost track at how impressive these feats really are. Even when we have private companies launching, it's still a, an amazing thing to, to undertake and, and everything has to be just right. And this is, I think this is, you know, no other nation in the world could really get, could, could have gotten this done as quickly as, as we have. And I think uh, every single one of you has done a fantastic job in making this happen. Uh, any final thoughts from you, sir? What would you like everyone else to, to really know about this? We, you know, let's assume it's Monday morning and, and we're, we're down to the final countdown. You know, you, you had a microphone to the country. What would you tell them? Well, I know that for certain time is going to move slowly between then and now for a lot of folks here at Kennedy Space Center. Uh, we're all very excited. But come Monday morning, there's going to be thousands of people here on site. And I know hundreds of thousands, if not millions more across the country and across the globe looking at this launch. So to everyone uh, who has had uh, involvement in this program, from start to finish, uh, we at NASA sincerely thank you. Uh, we're looking forward to making good on the promises that we discussed earlier, uh, and we are going. Great. Chandler Sherman, NASA engineer from the Kennedy Space Center. 
Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown. Thank you, Evan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, stay on top of the latest news and information from Fox News. Listen and download the Fox News Hourly Update on your time. The trending stories you need anytime you want it. Listen and download now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.